superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. You draft the kid who's got it. You don't bottle it. Unleash the it. This is the Rich Eisen Show. It'll be a throw from Berrios to Zach Wilson for the touchdown. Double dog. He missed it. Double dog. Double dog. Unfortunately, and we lost the game. Today's guests. Two-time Super Bowl champion Chris Long, senior writer for the MMQB, Albert Breer, plus your phone calls, latest news, and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Oh, yeah, baby. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show, live from Los Angeles, California. Los Angeles. We are here on the Roku channel, channel 210, everybody, for those scoring at home. And we are on every single day between 12 and 3 Eastern. And then we re-air once we're done. You cannot avoid us. And the same goes for listening to us live on the Terrestrial Radio Network, built and helped by Westwood One. I'll be sitting, by the way, in the Westwood One studios tonight for Monday Night Football between the Rams and the Niners. Pre- and halftime for that one. We say hello to our Terrestrial Radio Network, those listening on the Odyssey app, Channel 218 on Sirius, Channel 202 on XM, Channel 992 for those who are trying to find us on the Sirius XM app or digitally we say hello as well to those listening to us on our podcast whenever they darn well please it's your right in this podcast <laughs> listening world it's the cumulus podcast network that puts our show out all three hours every single day our youtube page also requires a follow as well youtube.com slash rich eyes and show for all of that we say hello to chris brockman how are you sir hey, good to I'm, see you i'm great what's up man? dj mikey d is in d's nuts back morning, in his rich. post and then riding high on a three-game winning streak is my friend T.J. Jefferson. Show your whiteboard, sir. I'm not even looking in direction. I'm sure you've already got the candle lit. Hey, they didn't believe in this, but you know what, Rich? Who's they? God did. It's another Jimmy Johnson drop day for Dallas Cowboy fans. God did. In Rush, we trust. There we go. There we go. You're Many different quarterback. Hey, hey, and Chris, we're on to Los Angeles. That's, that's all I can right. Really You're say. coming we, out here. We're wow. on to Los we're Angeles. Wow. I'm sure TJ, and we'll speak about it throughout wow. the week. You'll still be watching the show from uh, from your apartment. If somebody gives game. me a good seat, maybe I'll wow. Wow. Just tell Ashton to get take you to the game. That, that might be my only hope, <laughs> Rich. I'm going to have to, pull, TJ, I'm gonna have to use that card. Yeah. Lots to talk about uh, <laughs> on this three-hour show and lots to talk about throughout this week. There's so many different ways to start this program. We could start with the double Lundoink. We could do that. You like that one? Double Lundoink? That game ended doink, up being doink. bananas. Uh, we, right. could, we, could talk about, we could talk about the Packers almost getting zappied. Go, Pack. We could go. talk about, wait a minute, 
I think this could be a fantasy team name, Chris. Uh-oh. Oh, oh. Poop cart in Detroit. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. We had a poop cart in Detroit. Come on. That's or not you could, for fantasy uh, Monica purposes, Detroit poop cart. I like that a little better. That's better. You know what the avatar is? Detroit poop cart or Motor City poop cart. We're workshopping. Uh, my Raiders are on the board. Hey. Hey. My Raiders are on the board. Hey. Problem with that last one. Problem with me celebrating well. <laughs> my choice for the AFC West champion of the 2022 season finally being on the board is then the Kansas City Chiefs played in Tampa last night. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. He good. <laughs> Did the Chiefs show up last night? Did the Chiefs show up last night? Rhetorical question. Yes, they did. They showed up in the spot where they lost the Super Bowl to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Patrick Mahomes running around for dear life on a terrible toe that required surgery subsequently on that night caused the Chiefs to go back to the drawing board on their offensive line. And a few observations from last night's game. I looked it up. I looked it up. When you play the Chiefs and you decide to put your offense out there first and get the ball first, you should not (laughs) fumble the opening kickoff and give the ball to the Chiefs right on the 21-yard line. That's good advice. I looked it up. That's good advice. I looked it up just in case my instincts were awry. Arias Consulting stays working. Don't do it, future opponents of the Chiefs. (laughs) Avoid at all costs. (laughs) Here's what you don't want Because two plays later, Travis Kelsey is doing whatever he's doing in the end zone. He's doing that dance. He's... And then that just got the ball rolling. If you allow the Chiefs to get their figurative offensive ball rolling, problems. Problems. And we hadn't seen this offense since week one in Arizona where they put up 44. And the next two weeks in which they split their games, losing last week in Indianapolis. How'd that happen? And then the previous week, Kansas City taking on the Chargers – at home, and that was a Thursday nighter in which we all know Herbert fractured his rib cartilage, but that was a, a tough row to hoe. Lots of tough sledding in the first half of that game, and the narrative is they miss number 10. Well, number 10 is now worn by seventh-round rookie Isaiah Pacheco, who last night was part of a running attack in which... The Chiefs racked up 189 yards on 37 carries. And that's in addition to Mahomes finding nine different receivers. Nine. Three of them for touchdowns. Jody Fortson scored last night, everybody. <laughs> Jody Foster? Don't know who that no, is. Jody Fortson. <laughs> no relation to Danny? Uh, might be. Sky Moore, a couple catches. McCall Hardman just had one catch for four yards. Clyde Edwards, Alaire. Had one catch, could have had a second one for a touchdown. That's the only way the Bucks defense got off the field in the first half last night was when on a fourth and one, a wide open Clyde Edwards-Alaire had one go off of his hands in his helmet. That's what the Chiefs did to the Bucks. Just absolutely bull rushed them. Bull rushed them with an actual rushing attack. And then bull rushed him with a whole bunch of plays, offensive plays, 
How about that rushing touchdown by Noah Gray last night <laughs> where Mahomes is play acting? Eric Stone Street said he taught them how to ad lib, right? St- that Stone Street's taking credit for this? Uh, Stone Street tweeted out last <laughs> night after Mahomes was pointing in a direction like he's directing traffic and everybody looks at 15 directing traffic on the one yard line and Noah Gray just went under center. Oh, sneak. That's some free-form crazy stuff that they're thinking of. That's that's a red zone play, folks. How do you defend that? You can't. You can't defend this team when Mahomes is street-balling. And he's also operating this offense like a maestro. And you can't stop Noah Gray and Jody Fortson from double-teaming you. That's the problem the Chiefs present. Still, after all this time. And defensively, defensively, they're getting after you. That that kid Sneed, can he play football or what? And George Karloftis, who they drafted. And, of course, Chris Jones, when he's not saying magic words that I would kill to still know what he said in Indianapolis. It caused him to get fined. They fined him for it. I'd still be alive. But Legereus Sneed and everybody else, (laughs) different levels of this defense, man. Problem. They have presented a major issue. For everybody when they're playing like this. And they played like that last night. And the offensive line, they got to love. I mean, talk about just returning to the scene of their utter disappointment in that Super Bowl that night. Where they got outpointed in the first half by Brady, Fine, and Gronk. All those times. And Mahomes was running for his life. And we even, you know, we talked about it. With Brett Veach, their general manager, within a couple weeks later, he's just like, yeah, I looked at that the team that night, and I'm like, we got to redo our offensive line. And they did, and they blew open damn near 200 yards of holes against the number one rushing defense. And this is a specialty, pardon me, of Mahomes, is to beat the number one scoring defense in the NFL. He's now 6-1. and one against the number one scoring defense in his career in the NFL, putting up 30 points per game and passing for 322 yards. Dang, that's a good stat. The Bucks allowed, on average, coming into this game, nine points per game, and he destroyed them. I mean, that play again that he flipped it to Clyde Edwards-Alaire in the end zone oh after God, running to his right and creating <laughs> you know, space and creating time. Hit the spin button. And then, honestly, it looked like he was shooting free throw right there. Which, by the way, he practiced before the game. NBC showed that. That was ridiculous. Rich, he's out there just playing. He's just playing street ball. Now, this is the street ball that that dumbass, unnamed coordinator said that that's all he does. But clearly, that's not all he does. He also can't defend it. You know what he also does? He also barks at Travis Kelsey for getting in the way of a pass in this game, which is already basically decided. Yeah, that was weird. And Kelsey's just like, yeah, you could even see it. The, The international body language of, yeah, my bad. Yeah. My bad. You know what's interesting, Rich? Mahomes has 11 touchdowns on the year. You know how many wide receivers have caught? Two. Well, he said he's just sp- it's a different player every backs. game. It's a different yeah. player every game, and he warned that of fantasy players for who are going to take Chiefs this year. But obviously, you know, he and Kelsey, it, it's tough to watch this and not think they're going in the Hall of Fame together. Yeah. 
those two guys, that's what I thought when Kelsey, when he's barking at Kelsey and they, you know, and he tapped him on the helmet and Kelsey kind of had like a my bad hangdog look after having an incredible night. I'm like, these two guys are going to that. They're well, going to Cam- Canton. They're Cam- going to be in a bus. Kelsey will be there a little before him. No doubt. Mahomes is a guy like 20, 20 yeah, I, I'm sure. <laughs> certainly in this day and age. Blair Buzzle already has the, the claim molding. And then one last thing, apropos of nothing on the Chiefs. Uh, certainly, as you know, NBC has the players on camera announcing their names in schools. Love that. Just go ahead and look next time when the Chiefs' offensive line pops up. Do they lead the league in offensive lines that look like offensive linemen? <laughs> all of them? The big like ugly. all five of them, you're like, yeah, that's a, if, if you just <laughs> right, had them right, right. stand in front of you in life, you go, you, you play offensive line, right? You're an offensive lineman, right? <laughs> that's funny. Just take a look at him. And I, then, got, and oh, then, I got a sports talk question for you, too, about this game. Okay. Do you feel, after, after watching last night, do you feel better about the Chiefs or worse about the Bucks? The Bucks are fine. I, I, I'm, you do? I'm, no, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm I oh. understand. I. I accept the question. Okay. For two reasons. One, it's sports talk radio. Yeah. Uh, and then number two, I see what you're driving at, and I will go with. I feel better about the Chiefs because that's still TB12. And man, that dime he dropped on on Mike Evans hitting the back pylon, right? I mean, amazing. I, I'm not concerned that Brady is defrayed. I'm not looking at this game and thinking to myself, that's an old man out there no, growing I'm not old think, in front I'm not of thinking us, about it which him. is what we're, as you know, we're all waiting for that yeah. other shoe to drop. And this defense, you could just, this is a bury the tape type game okay. for that defense. And at some point, you know, everybody's going to stay healthy for Brady, I would think. I, I do believe he misses Gronk. I do believe that, that he's got to make that call. I do believe that call will come from within his house very short, in very short order. Cole Beasley's not the answer. I mean, I don't know who else can DM him. It's, it ain't going to be Antonio Brown, no, you know, who's, who's, uh, who put the D in Dubai, apparently. Hey, and no. so, you know, I, I don't believe there's going to be anybody who can walk through that door other than Gronk to help out the current situation. And they need one of those running backs not named Fournette to take the carries. Like, they need a Pacheco. They need a guy who can do yeah. what Isaiah Pacheco did. Oh, why, who can why come in and give me some serious well, positive I know yards. White fumbled the opening kickoff, but he ended up having a nice second half. Well, the problem for, for the Bucks on Ronald Jones is he's on the Chiefs practice squad. He can't oh, even suit right. up for him. I forgot my bet on that one. He can't even suit up for him. For Kansas City, because they have so many damn others. Yeah. I almost did an overreaction about the Bucks, but uh, you know I'm kind of holding off a little no, bit. But I, I, I feel a little bit worse about them than I do about the Chiefs. I'm still not there because I believe in Brady. And I take a look at that division. I think they're going to get some nice wins in that division, despite Atlanta Falcons suddenly coming, sneaky, yeah, uh, yeah, coming yeah. up over the last couple yeah. of weeks. I still think that Tampa wins that division. Um, and I think that they're going to get a home playoff game. I'm concerned about their ability to get their bye week, but it is just four weeks in here. Uh, I'm concerned that they don't have their tie break against Green Bay. Um, We'll see what happens when they take on the Rams later on this fall. Um, I am concerned about the long term, my choice of them as the Super Bowl Mm. choice out of the NFC, but there's still a lot of marathoning to go. But the Chiefs now have twice in the first four weeks put up a 40-burger. And 
They take on the Bills in two weeks. And just to bring it all full circle, their next game is against the Raiders. So the Raiders better clean up a lot of the mistakes that they still made yesterday. Yeah. Red zone mistakes. I mean, they, they left the door open for the Broncos in many ways yesterday. And the Chiefs now, that's next for them in Arrowhead on Monday night at a wrap-up week five. But Kansas City has shown its mettle, to say the least. And last night was incredibly impressive. And their relentlessness on offense. Still there. Chris Long, our friend from the Greenlight Podcast, two-time Super Bowl champ, perfect guy to join us once again in his usual Monday spot, certainly with the Doug Peterson Peterson reunion yesterday in Philadelphia where the Eagles in the rain came back from two scores down to... Keep things undefeated for them. Um, Also, Albert Breer will join us on this program to answer some important questions involving quarterbacks. Is Baker Mayfield about to lose his gig in Carolina? Did Mitchell Trubisky lose his gig yesterday? Also, by the way, over the weekend... The Players Association fired the independent neurologist who looked at Tua eight days ago. <laughs> There's nothing to see here. <laughs> and I've got a couple of cents on that subject matter, and Breer will also chime in on that. It's overreaction Monday. I've got also the top five surprises of this season through four weeks. I know Cooper Rush is on that list. 844-204-RICH <laughs> is the number to dial right here on the program. Don't you dare move. He's not on the list, by the way. Dang it. I expected that out of Cooper Rush. Did you? Yes, certainly when Jerry (laughs) invited the quarterback controversy that's now arrived in the Metroplex. I knew that's going to happen a million percent. 844-204-RICH, number to dial as well. We're back on what in the world was John Harbaugh thinking yesterday. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. 844-204-RICH, number to dial, 2000-2008-2022. When it comes to the economy, these have been some scary times, huh? Dot-com crash in 2000, housing crash in 08, and now the roller coaster that we are on right now. Do not look at your 401ks every now and then. But over 31,000 businesses have the confidence and clarity they need because they rely on NetSuite by Oracle, the number one cloud financial system. NetSuite gives you visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR planning, and budgeting so you can manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins 
Everything you need all in one place. That's why 93% of customers say they improve their visibility and control when they upgraded to NetSuite. What are you waiting for? Right now, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash Rich Radio right now. NetSuite.com slash Rich Radio. NetSuite.com slash Rich Radio. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. We'll take some phone calls in a short uh, amount of time. Don't you worry. So many other games to get to. Um, Bills and Ravens. You knew that was going to be the old Donnybrook. Ravens really took it to the Bills early on. And just when you thought maybe the Bills would have a hangover from the previous week where they played a de facto playoff game, 100-degree weather or the 100% humidity in Miami, right? They put their foot down and came back and won that football game. Now then, there's lots in between those lines I just said. Don't you think? Lots between those lines, which is the way the Bills came back and had a chance to win it. The Ravens, man, fourth and goal, fourth and short, right on the doorstep. They could have Justin Tucker. He's pretty good. He's a gimme from like 50. So a gimme from, you know, inside the red zone. That's three points. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Problem is, is if you get the three points, are you going to stop Buffalo from even getting into the spot to kick a field goal? Now you're forcing overtime on a defense that you've got to sit there and wonder, do they have it? Because the Bills started getting some momentum. And perhaps what happened against the Dolphins is in the back of John Harbaugh's head screaming at him. And maybe after that fourth quarter against the Dolphins, last time they were in the bank two weeks before, it's just like he walked out of there, we're not going to do that again. If I'm going to leave it up, I'm going to leave it in Lamar's hands. That's who I'm going to leave it in. If I have a chance to leave it in Lamar's hands and feet, I'm going to leave it in that spot. He's our MVP. And they dialed up a plate, by the way, with an easy gimme touchdown. Problem is, is Lamar is after the game when he was at, what did you see on that play? And you didn't see, I think it was Bateman wide open in the end zone. And um, he said he saw a huge defender with their arms, his arms up right at him. I mean, he didn't see it. And problem is, is he threw it in the end zone. Jordan Poirier picks it off. So even if that's part of the equation for going for it, you don't make it. The bills are right on the, in the shadow of their own goal line. So maybe you get it back. You play defense because the Bills are under duress. Then you can have Justin Tucker kick the game winner. You get the chance to just wind the clock down. And then Tucker kicks the game winner. Problem is, is there was an interception. Problem is, there was an interception. And that's the worst result. No points. And also, field position. the field position. Right. You don't get no, no goal line shadow. Bills march down the field with the help of one of the worst pass roughing the passer calls of the year, if not the worst to date. I don't know what Jerome Boger was looking at. And we can place that aside for the moment, other than the fact that I think this stuff should be reviewable. And the league office has everybody in that Art McNally Center, and they could see that that wasn't, the proper call. Just get in the guy's ear and just say, pick the flag up, Jerome. But I don't believe that's legal yet. Ugh, the competition it. committee should make that a legal yeah, the point? situation. So, 
that was an extra help. And of course, you know, the Bills win the football game. And now everybody turns to the head coach and John Harbaugh afterwards and say, what were you thinking? Well, I, th- I felt like it gave us the best chance to win the game because seven, the worst that happens is if they go down the field and score, and I think we'll get them stopped. But if they go down the field and score a touchdown, the worst thing that happen is that you're in overtime. But you kick a field goal there, now it's not a three-down game anymore. It's a four-down game. And you're, you're putting them out there. You're putting your defense at a disadvantage because they've got four downs to convert all the way down the field and a chance to, again, score seven, and then you, you lose the game on a touchdown. So then the worst thing, the other thing, you think you're going to get the ball at the two-yard line. So I'm very confident in our defense. Defense's ability to stop them down there with the ball on the two-yard line. So we got them backed up. If we don't get it, it didn't turn out that way, unfortunately, and we lost the game. So hindsight, you could take the points. But if you look at it analytically, I understand why we did it. So my only response to that would be it's still, if you kick the field goal, it's still a four-down offensive situation, I would think. You know, the Bills are going to go for it. I mean, I, they're in field goal range. I, I guess they would have maybe punted on their side of the field and played a little bit of defense, but I don't think the clock was in their favor at that point in time anyway. that It's still a four-down situation, most likely, for them to get into field goal range. But look, I, I, I totally understand that he's got a defense that he doesn't probably doesn't want to play overtime with. And you got Lamar right on the doorstep, and you got a play call that worked, ex- except he got rushed, and, and then he threw it in the end zone that got intercepted. But it's also a very tough situation for him. And, I, you know, look, he's been there forever. I, could, I wish I had had a, a GoPro, if there was a GoPro on, you know, Steve Bishotti in front of the program in his suite, <laughs> sitting up there with his buddies watching this game as they went for it, and then they lost. I'm sure it wasn't a pleasant moment. But, you know, Harbaugh, that's what, you know, to Bishotti's credit, Harbaugh has the latitude to make a call like that and not worry about his gig where other coaches might have the seat turned up hotter. But Marcus Peters was livid cornerback needed to be held back by a, off, by a, a defensive assistant, I assume it was, throwing his helmet. After the game, Harbaugh said, we're cool, or at least I think we are, is what he said. <laughs> and he loves Peter's fire and what's, whatnot. But that's the problem, is you've now looked at your defense, and the defense could easily take from this, you don't believe in us. Because it's much easier to do the Harbaugh chant of who's got it better than us, nobody, then who does math better than us? Nobody. Because that's the analytics. It's just like, hey, we had a 69% chance of winning if we went with the field goal and a 75% chance of winning if we went for the touchdown, and that's a 6% chance of winning. I'm going to go with the 6% chance if I got an MVP on the one-yard line. That's tough to go. When it's just like, okay, you kick the three, play defense, and you win the football game. Problem is that they haven't been able to play defense in the fourth quarter. Twice now at home. Or have a better play call. Like, why is Lamar rolling? The play call worked. Throwing? The play call worked. The guy was wide open in the end zone. It's just that he, he threw a pick. Well, because he got rushed right away. If they blocked a little better up front, or I don't think the play call was the issue. The issue was if he had thrown it out of the back of the end zone, it would have still been better for them than to give the ball on the twenty. Right. Was it the twenty? Yeah, the twenty or twenty-five. Look, man. 
They're two and two. And that's how about this in the AFC North? Bengals, once upon a time, 0-2, now 2-2. Ravens, now 2-2. Browns lose in Atlanta. They're 2-2. Bengals are out of the basement. They're out of jail. That 0-2 start was supposed to be the killer. Now, Sunday night, the Bengals go to Baltimore, and it's now Joe Burrow against the team who he put 500 up last December. This division is wide open. Playoffs start today. Bengals in, Ravens out. Oh, ridiculous. Just saying. Let's talk Steelers a little bit here. Steelers. Because uh, Kenny Pickett time, it appears. Oh, yeah, baby. It's Kenny Pickett time. He comes in a game. The uh, Steelers are spinning their wheels. They fell down by 10. Pickett comes in the game. He throws a pick. But at least he's th- he's going vertical through a double coverage. At least he's going vertical. And um, problem is, is Pickett still lost? And Mitchell Trubisky is removed from a team that's just one and two spinning their wheels at home. And this is a coach who was saying for a week, like, the offense is fine. I'm not even thinking about this. Tamped all the questions about whether Mitchell Trubisky was on shaky ground. Tamped him right down. And how about this? Mike Tomlin pushes the Kenny Pickett button in the middle of game four. At home in Akershire. And Pickett threw the ball well. And did provide somewhat of a spark. The team went up by 10. Should have closed it. But didn't. Now that all leads to Mike Tomlin being asked, what was that all about? What went into the decision to uh, put Kenny in? Just thought we needed a spark, man. We didn't do much um, in the first half, uh, not enough offensively, and you know, thought he could provide a spark for us. You know, I'm not going to talk extended as we sit here. We did what we needed to do to put ourselves in position to win this game and um, we'll do it again. Um, but I like to just keep it where we are in terms of what transpired here today. We'll deal with next week, next week. And obviously, it's now next week, by the way, at Buffalo. At Buffalo for Pittsburgh. Now, Pittsburgh did win there um, last year in week yeah. one. One of those wins <laughs> that, that one of those losses for the Bills that are right around Thanksgiving. We were like, it's, you know, sometimes uh, teams that have Super Bowl aspirations and look Super Bowl worthy have losses early in the season that you revisit right around Thanksgiving saying, how the hell did that happen? Well, that was, that, that was one of them for the Bills last year. Now, we just talked about a John Harbaugh's decision to go for it. That backfired on him. He's tenured and fine. Nobody more tenured and fine than Mike Tomlin, obviously, in Pittsburgh. The issue is, for Pittsburgh, with Tomlin, is we're going to see if he cheats the quarterback position differently. What do I mean by that? Well, Miami's current Defensive Player of the Year candidate, Melvin Ingram, once got sent away because the team, as Tomlin said, wants volunteers, not hostages. <laughs> Great quote. After the game, Mitchell Trubisky sure looked like a hostage in the Pittsburgh locker room. Roll tape. Performance related or he was looking for a spark? Okay. You have to ask him. That's what he said. He was looking for a spark. Just so looking for a spark. There you go. Ooh, Looking for a spark. There you go. Jeez. And he looked livid. Honestly, he looked like one of those people who was on a, a video. 
Like, get me out of here. Yikes. Blink twice if you want out. <laughs> that certainly doesn't look like a volunteer to me. That looks like a hostage. And he's going into Buffalo, whereas you know he was the backup last couple of years. Might mean something for him to start that game and prove his worthiness. And Tomlin might push that button. Maybe he will. Deontay Johnson, after the game, said, obviously, it's a rebuilding year, is what he said. Obviously. That's what he said. That's what the guy who they just paid at receiver just said. Obviously, it's a rebuilding year, and they're going to move forward with Kenny. So how do you go back to Mitch? I don't think you're going to. I think it's the picket show. And I think his first career start is at Buffalo. Let's go, baby. And then after that, let's see how he does against TB12 with Tom Brady playing what we assume will be his last appearance in Pittsburgh before he's got to go point for point with Tua in front of the whole country on a Sunday night. And then Jalen Hurts and the currently undefeated Eagles come to town, and there's a bot. So that's a heck of a road to hoe for Kenny Pickett. That's your current Pittsburgh Steelers scenario at one and three. If he has uh, small hands, he's better have a big heart. <laughs> wow. Seriously. <laughs> this is the conversation. That's all we've heard about Pickett. Now it's his time. Now then, if you are a Steeler fan saying, what the hell is Tomlin thinking putting him in the middle of that game? What's he doing? Let me help you. Back off, coach. Why? There's a Jets in town. And the New York Jets, for the last several years, have been expert at few things. But one of the things at which the Jets were expert was allowing a team in the AFC North to insert their rookie quarterback in the middle of a game and not only thrive, but earn a starting job right from then and there. Let's not forget how Baker Mayfield was born in Cleveland on a Thursday night. New Jackson didn't want to put Baker Mayfield in. He wanted to stick with Terod Taylor because Hugh Jackson is Hugh Jackson. And Baker Mayfield comes in the middle of that game against the Jets. And he looked like Bernie Kosar on steroids because <laughs> it's the Jets. Jets had only won once. In my lifetime, I'm a 53-year-old man with a lot of ish going on. Jets had won only once in my lifetime in Pittsburgh. That's it. They were one for 11 in that town. So, of course, you're going to put Pickett in there. It's like a freaking homecoming game. Zach Wilson, he's coming off the operating table. It's his first start. Who cares that he's Philly specialing his way into Pittsburgh in the end zone and doing a very nice, gritty spinning a bulb? Braxton Berrios is throwing touchdown passes. Doing the gritty. Don't. And, and, and Tomlin didn't take that cheese. He's like, we're putting Pickett in this game. But guess what we found out? These are not the same old New York Jets, are they? How about you? Zach Wilson going 10 for 12 in the fourth quarter. Doing that dance. Doing his Joe Flacco impersonation in Cleveland. There's no elf on the field. No elf. There's Zach Wilson <laughs> overcoming two picks just when I'm thinking, oh, God. <laughs> Here it goes. 
And even the, the football gods getting ready to kick me in the nuts again. Can you say With that? Brees Hall with 16 seconds left fumbling right on the end zone. But somehow, someway, the review process came out with Brees Hall creasing the end zone. He reversed it. Get out of here. How about these New York Jets at 2-2? Two and two? Brees Hall scoring touchdowns. How about them in third place? Getting ready. Yes. They went 2-2 two and two against the AFC North. I guess it's only fitting since three teams in the AFC North have the same record, so they're 2-2. Two and two. Now here comes Tua. We assume, since he's watching MacGruber on the flight home. MacGruber. From last weekend here comes the dolphins maybe it's teddy h2o teddy two gloves former jet one of his many stops teddy might be playing for a while i hope so all i'm saying is that's what i was talking about last week i needed to see it again wasn't pretty wasn't pretty and tomlin did his best for his team did his best for his team and the jets Showing we're, 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 we're not just the team that you insert your rookie quarterback in and everything works well anymore. Uh-huh. And I love it. Mika Fitzpatrick grumbling after the game about losing to a team that's not better than you. Hey, there's a scoreboard I know. in that spot with no ketchup bottles anymore. I was certainly accurate sure there were more points on the Jets side when it all ended, huh? Guy wins one road game. Oh, yeah, baby. Two. <laughs> two road games. Two. Two. Fourth quarter comebacks. Where do these come from? I don't understand. It does not compute. Fourth quarter comebacks. Fourth quarter comebacks. Jets down by t- up by 10, then down by 10 and still win. Eh, that doesn't happen. Oh, the other team decides to insert their rookie quarterback middle of the game and it doesn't work. What? Say what? They're the team that's left grumbling. What? I don't understand that. I just, after that result, walked up to my dog and made sure she didn't meow. (laughs) I was going to go to a petting zoo to see if pigs were flying. Oh, baby. Let's go. Let's go. We're grittying, and Mac Jones is looking up at the standings. He didn't play. It doesn't matter. (laughs) I'm flowing, buddy. I'm flowing right now. My quarterback's coming off of the operating table from up the PCH from here. He's spinning footballs and green. Not a bad gritty either. Not a bad one. Wasn't bad. Better than Max. Oh, baby. Love it. I'll take some phone calls next. I can't wait to speak to people. I couldn't believe the Jets won that game. And the Steelers are the ones grumbling. And they won in Pittsburgh for only the second time in the Super Bowl era. Okay. Now let's take on Tyreek Hill. Hey, Tyreek, you don't want a piece of New York, huh? Want to go down to South Florida? Well, come on up here. I'm writing some serious checks. That well, they have will be a better, catched, record. better record than you I know. Guys, I get it. <laughs> come on. Let me have a moment. These are temporary checks. I know. I, mean, those I know. They're temp checks. Temp checks. You've got to write, you gotta write your, uh, your account number in the bottom. Account number in the bottom. Okay. Wow. 844-204-RICH. Number to dial. We'll take your phone calls. Chris Long's going to join us in hour number two. 
Back with more in a moment. There's a whole school for those who are just uh, joining us here on a terrestrial radio outfit. Chris Brockman coming from my best dad ever sign. He's uh, solo. Sarah's in Vegas. She's in Vegas. She's this back. Weekend? She's back today. Okay, yeah, but was, uh, but you were solo this morning. You had to get cage ready weekend. by yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's uh, he's two and a half. Two and a half. Okay. He was not into getting dressed today. <laughs> you got to chase him around. You got to run around. <laughs> big fight. Big fight about fight. That. Big fight about not getting dressed. No get dressed. Fight. And he's like kicking and screaming. And I got to pick him up. Like force uh, the careful the whole to do your father of the year yeah so you made uh, almond then we had to butter make, and then jelly then lunch with almond butter jelly now uh, very important two pieces of bread one piece of bread one piece of bread cut in half yeah. cut in half yeah. do you do peanut butter on both sides and then jelly in yeah. the middle no 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 peanut butter well, well the butter on one side and the jam on the other oh. side oh yeah what let me help you out here yeah what are you guys talking about. Almond butter on one side, yep. almond butter on the other side, jelly on one side. Put but that's it disproportionate. Now you're sixty-six not at all. percent not at all. butter it's, and no, only thirty-three percent jam. Yeah, I Depends think it, on how much of the. Excuse me, I'm I'm an expert at this. Trust me. When was the last time you made one of these? Um, exactly. See, I mean, don't, <laughs> yeah, 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 it's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. I would say 2015. You don't, you don't forget how to make one of those, dude. I do drop off every Wednesday, and I had to do it today. Chris, um, you, I got it locked in. Chris, you've been a while, you've been a long time. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't shine shoes no more. <laughs> he doesn't make me be. <laughs> My kids have grown up. Yeah, I know. They're all That's grown stuff. But every now, and then, every now and then, I'll do it. Excuse me. Uh, the, the man you look at today grew up on peanut butter and jelly in my Hong Kong fooey lunchbox. Number one oh. super guy. Big time. To the point where... <laughs> I, you know, was I, had, I was oh, 18. Yeah. Peanut butter and jelly. I'm, I'm a PBJ. I'm made I like well. this. You know how it says <laughs> made in America? Something <laughs> made, made with PBJ. This guy right here. Same. What's his lunchbox? Oh, it's just a call. Come on. We get out of here. It's, it's, it's <laughs> totally like, generic. It's, it's like, it's really thin. It's not like we had it. We didn't have, yeah, you know, we had the boxes back in the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not oh. like that anymore. Tin, like made of metal. Oh, like yeah. Made of metal. Yeah. Rambo. Yeah. My mom sent it out. I think my Hong Kong Fui lunchbox was made of the black box from airplanes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like you could drop yeah. that thing. You could yep. drop that thing in fourth grade science Curtis and it would. was locked in there. Yeah. Kids are soft now. It's not like that anymore. Is that really? Plastic. Don't blame it on the kids. Yeah. You should do it yourself. Plastic. Get a little Lightning McQueen action. Who? Oh, my God. Make it? Come on. We did watch Cars. This you don't know who Lightning McQueen is? Oh, is that from Cars? Oh, my God. Yeah, we watched uh, Cars 3 this morning. This NFL season, every Westwood One NFL broadcast streams live for free. Mondays, Thursdays, Sunday nights, Thanksgiving, and Christmas triple headers. The International Series in every postseason game. Again, I'll be on Westwood One's halftime and pregame oh. coverage tonight of Rams 49ers. A great game to finish that one up. Um, now, normally when I see somebody calling in from Lebanon after I talk about the Steelers, it's Pennsylvania. <laughs> but Hugh is calling in from Beirut, it seems. Is that true, Hugh? Are you calling in from the Middle East right now on the Roku channel? And actually, actually, technically it's not true. I am 20 miles north of Beirut in a village called Arissa. Just like the spice, if you Google it, there's a really cool statue that the Italians donated. Okay, it's up oh. in the mountains overlooking the Med. It's it's kind of awesome. Okay, so um, what what's what's getting your goat in Lebanon, sir? Call us. What do you got? Uh, uh, well, I mean, I've been here a year, so the regular power outages and the lack of infrastructure and the kleptocracy of our government. <laughs> I guess you get it's funny what you get used to. I'm I'm just. You know, kind of uh, about to jump off a bridge a little bit about the Ravens. So, uh, 
Uh, I don't mean to laugh, but I, geopolitics and, and 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 analytics have just come together to to earn us this phone call. So what, like, what, like, what's on your? It's just four games in, man. I mean, seriously, know. you know? Oh God, I know. It's just, it just feels like the 2018 season before they put Jackson in. That there's just doesn't feel like there's a whole lot of accountability on the coaches and and kind of throughout. I know we're coming off the injuries. I know I'm just. Uh, you know, uh, I'm just caught up in it, you know, but we could be 4-0 and if we didn't have these epic collapses in the fourth quarter. I mean, Ravens teams, Ravens defenses that can't finish out with a yeah. multi-touchdown lead. I mean, what is that? I mean, that's, that's, that's not Ravens defense. Well, I know so, that. Uh, I know that. Ray Lewis is not walking through that door, nor is Ed Reed. Wow. But um, I, I would just counsel you to say this. The, the lack of accountability that you refer to, is actually a smart organizational uh, dynamic where the owner gives the coach the latitude to make decisions that are risky or not. And the play call worked, if not for a pass rusher in Lamar's face. And, you know, I guess Lamar should have thrown it through the back of the end zone. um, And that would at least have given them the field position battle. And they lost both. They lost the battle and then the war. Um, so I, I yeah. will just... No, and I'm with you. No, I am. I am. I've waved the banner of the organizational uh, uh, solvency, uh, and I love. I love being a Ravens fan for a lot of reasons, and that's one of the great. One of the best. One of the best reasons to be a Ravens fan is because of the organization. I've just got to ask whole. you this question, um, if you don't mind, uh, because I'm mm-hmm. up at the end of the hour. Um, you, I, you can have as many as you want, right? <laughs> I'm just wondering, um, Hugh, I'm just going to crowdsource. How do you take in this show from Lebanon? How do you take us in? So, um, and I'm I'm hoping I'm not outing myself to the powers that be, but this phone call uh, that I've been on hold is the first time I've heard you guys live in a year. Okay. Because for whatever reason, Lebanon uh, does not participate in maybe some international, like the piracy and licensing agreements or something, so nobody trusts an IP address come from Lebanon, even a VPN doesn't work very well. Okay. So I'm, I'm listening to you the next day on Spotify, uh, things like that. But somehow the wormhole exists and my game pass works on my computer, not on my television, not on my phone, only on my laptop. And, you know, I'm God bless you know, you. at the, you know, going back to going back to the the perfect game that your kid called. I'm trying not to call the no hitter here. But, okay, uh, very good. Thank you for the, <laughs> you're the best. Thanks. Keep 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 listening. Keep taking a. Thanks for the call, yeah. you. You're in. So Welcome basically, back. you're in Lebanon, and you're wondering if your internet is going to hold. Amazing. That was awesome. And it holds just long enough for to hear Chris Myers's call of DK Metcalf going out on a poop cart. Okay. <laughs> that's a that's. 21st century technology for uh, you. That's he's, 21st century. He's there. I'm up here. He's up here. Uh, I'm there. He's going he's down there uh, and DK, going in there. DK, mm-hmm. drop it a deuce. We'll, we'll have to wow. hit this a little bit more, if you will. Wow. <laughs> they reported that. I was like, what do we do? <laughs> Baby. Oh, the crystal clear phone call. That I was know. amazing. Uh, incredible. Hey. That is just amazing. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Chris Long, when we come back here on the Rich Eisen Show. How you doing over there, TJ? Oh, man. 
Well, I'm a little. I mean, I'm a little sad, but you know, what are you sad about? Well, baseball didn't Uh, quite go. Well, Dak's never going to play again. Hold on a minute. That I'm not worried about. TJ's world. TJ's world. Word association. Love it. Because we only have a a minute and a half left. Word association. Cowboys. One. Um, Mets. Still alive. That's well. I can play the Padres. Maybe still alive. What does that mean? Still, what do you mean? We're in 100 we, games. You we, won 100 games. We were, made the playoffs. Okay. We're still alive. Oh, uh, still alive. Penn State, okay. Nittany Lions. Ooh. You know, we okay, are. Okay, that's good enough. Oh, we are. Oh, my goodness gracious. One of your basketball teams. Two weeks, Michigan, <laughs> Penn State, baby. Syracuse. Yeah. How about that? 22, baby. Right to the first time since Dino called in. <laughs> <laughs> the curse of Brockman's over. It's reversed. Hey. Yeah. It's reversed. We could... If NC State could have held on and upset Clemson, we could have had game day in two weeks. But I don't think we're I think get Syracuse it. is one of the only few spots that Saw doesn't that. have game day anymore because Kansas is getting it thanks to Jalen Daniels, right? Is yeah, that the name? Yeah. And, and Let one of our glue guys last year. Is Kansas awesome. undefeated? We have a bye week next week, but uh, on the 10th, we could have, uh, the next week, we could have had NC State at home, could have had game day, but we're ranked. Oh. We're back. I've just been told, hold on a minute, talking Syracuse football is causing Roku to have second yeah. thoughts. I'm sure they have <laughs> Wait a minute. lots of Syracuse executives. No? <laughs> We're everywhere. Brockman's like, Georgia who? Yeah. They almost lost to Mizzou. Get that out of my house. Syracuse. <laughs> <laughs>